Hi, and welcome to Tune In. I'm Keith. And I'm Andy. And today, we, uh, mm. we're we doing our audience spectacular, so it's going to be a little different today. Our uppance has come. Yes. Someone. Keith. Andy. Keith. Keeps bringing out uh, <laughs> specials for us to do. It's finally come around to bite us in the ass. I had no idea we'd be on long enough for it to come and bite us in the ass. No. But here we are. Yeah. I would have... Whoever censors the internet... <laughs> which, which at this point, I think it's I don't know, like Snopes and uh, a conglomerate of redditors. George Takei. <laughs> that, like every day, I turn around and like everybody can't even, and then somebody broke the internet. But it's like an everyday occurrence now. Right. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. You would think breaking the internet would only happen the once. The once we wouldn't have the internet. Anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I work in IT, and if we broke. The internet, aka you know, the pipe into our building one t- one time too many. Yeah, we just wouldn't be around. Yeah, to if it was a it. daily occurrence. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Andy, get your ass in here. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I I would like to uh, to just throw my hat in the ring and say, outrage! You just need to go away. Nobody's gonna listen, and that's just a cliche thing now too. So. Yeah. More outrage! Get out there, but don't don't be mean to people online. Don't bully cyber cyber bully. Right. I want if you're listening to this, I want you to to go out into the streets. Mm-hmm. I want you to grab a brick or a pitchfork and find the nearest you know small business and just start trashing it. Right. If you're gonna and, bully someone, yeah. do it in person. Right. Yeah. 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 Light cars on fire and loot. <laughs> don't. Don't just sit at home and like swipe left and and you know thumbs down on on the Facebook and I don't know tweet mean things and Andy who's who sponsors your rants? Uh, mainly Pitchfork and Torch Manufacturers. God, I'm amazed that Torch Manufacturers are still in business. Yeah, you would have thought the flashlights would have taken them out, but right. here we are. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they would they would have been on the heap with the buggy whip guys. But yeah. Nope. But no, here yeah. we are. Although. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. A, a lady could swing a decent riding crop around and <laughs> give me a call. My number is five 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 four two three. I like crop. It's <laughs> way too many numbers. <laughs> no, it's a European phone. Okay, right. Don't judge. I just can't even. God, you what, broke the internet, Keith. One semester abroad, and this is what we get. <laughs> <laughs> one semester as abroad. He's <laughs> doing over, undercover work. In Europe. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I was under the covers the entire time. I was like, ah, get me home. Get me home. I don't want to live here. And then they come out and make me, like, hang out at the chateau and yeah. feed me while I was off. Oh, man. That's terrible. Never again. Damn Brits. Yes. Yeah. The, all the chateaus in Britain. <laughs> <laughs> So anyhow, today we're watching uh, four suggestions from our audience on the way this is going to work. We're going to watch an episode, then record, and watch an episode, then record. And there'll be music in between to kind of cut it up. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. we're not going to make you... We'll cut it up. We're not going to like make you listen to 23 minutes of music. Right. Or will or we? Or will we? It's all Creed. You bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Creed's probably like listening to this right now. Just be like, hey... And jars of clay was a okay. Never mind. <laughs> uh, isn't jars of clay a band? 
I think Human Clay was the album. Oh, for fuck's sake. I don't care. <laughs> How I, do I know this? I'm tragically <laughs> unhip. I yeah, can't help tragically it. Tragically unhip. Yeah, I can't even. <laughs> All right, so should we just dive right into the first episode that we watched? Curse Splash. I'm a wild green guy living under the bed. I got a little sock before you turn your head. Like you both to life. I make your heart jump. My name is Mr. Buffy. I go bump, bump, bump. Yeah, bump, 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 Right. The first episode was recommended by our good friend Antonio Geronimo, yeah. who uh, keeps these lists for us to, to keep us on track of uh, the, the bullshit that we say that we're going to do. And there's a lot of, yeah. of bullshit. I and, mean, and we is Andy. <laughs> You've done this like once now. I, I know, yeah, but I'm going to just keep sticking it to you. So. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the show we watched was uh, Bump in the Night. Yeah. We watched uh, the episode Journey to the Center of the Lungfish. So, this was an old, I think it was on CBS. I remember watching it when I was little, and I wanted to watch it for this podcast at some point. So I'm glad that AJ brought it up. But it's an old uh, claymation show, and it stars like a, a guy named Mr. Bumpy. And he's green, he has stock eyes, and he lives under a kid's uh, bed. Yeah, he's, he's, like a, monster he's bed. a monster under the bed. He's a monster under the bed, yeah. I remember liking this show because I was also really into Toe Jam and Earl at the time. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, he looks like Toe Jam's, like, evil twin. Yeah. Yeah. I had, yeah. A, I had a real thing for stock eyes at one point <laughs> in, my, in my childhood. I'm kind of... I don't like stock eyes anymore. No? I, I don't. Really? Yeah. They seem like a good idea. And then you meet up with, like, a, 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 a sword-brandishing enemy. and <laughs> I right... Comes yeah. right off there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. With, with the hue and I, you gotta, gotta, like, gouge in there and around yeah. it. Yeah, and Jar Jar's also got, like, stock eye. Stubby stock eyes. Yeah, yeah, true. and I think maybe Jar Jar ruined it. Oh, I blame Jar Jar <laughs> for something. <laughs> for something besides ruining all of Star Wars. Yeah, he also ruined all of stock eyes for you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> stock eyes. <laughs> <laughs> like that kid that trips on a rock. Like, damn you, Jar Jar. There's <laughs> <laughs> a piece of Jar Jar rock candy. <laughs> yeah, right. Of course. Um. We also have uh, his buddy Squishington. Oh, okay. And, and he's uh, like a blue blob, right? Yeah. He's the squishy thing that you step on at night. Right. Yeah. Miss um, Molly Coddle. Is it a doll with the two eyes? Yeah, and she's got two different arms, but... Oh, and Yeah, she that. doesn't have... Yeah, she has a... Uh, uh, if you were to cut her in half, like, one side would be the other. Yeah, so, yeah, it just... Wait, say again? <laughs> she, she, has, she had two right arms. She has a different set of legs. Okay. She has a different set of arms, but opposite the different set of legs. It, it was just oh, very, okay. All right. I yeah. And then so a, she has a, like a, yeah. Different she has like the left, left leg and right arm of one doll, and the and the opposite of another doll of okay. the other doll, I gotcha. and then um, for the same with the eyes. Okay. She's also apparently <laughs> the brains of the group. What? <laughs> Did you not catch? Like she knew what was going on. All Bobby was the one who saved him. Bobby, you're yeah, always taking his side. We watched one 15 minute episode, <laughs> and suddenly Keith is suddenly I'm on Mr. Bumpy's side now, now and always, and always prior. <laughs> uh, this is gonna be a, a real, uh, a real shocker when we get in a fist fight at Applebee's later. Right. <laughs> and uh, for those of you who don't know, Keith and I live in a region where I guess it's just perfectly all right. 
to have a large brawl at an Applebee's. I need to know this story. Oh, it's, it's national news right now. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. yeah. What happened? Hometown bread. There was like a group of people at the bar mocking a group of people at the table. Mm-hmm. And they, they just kind of kept trading insults back and forth. And then carloads of people for both sides also showed up at the bar. <laughs> I was like, hey, screw you. No. Hey, screw you. <laughs> Fist fights ensued. The cops and Applebee's is destroyed. Man, yeah. man. Our mall is terrible. This That's wasn't great. at the mall, Applebee's, unfortunately. Oh, okay, was, all right. You know. And, <laughs> the satellite Applebee's. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. North 27. Ugh, uh, bad part of Omaha. <laughs> or Lincoln. We're in Lincoln, not Omaha. God damn. Yeah, Lincoln, but bad part of Omaha. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Take Omaha, draw a, you know, a 60-mile radius circle around it. Wow. It's a bad part of Omaha. Jerk. <laughs> Do half you're growing up there, and all of a sudden you're right. Yeah, yeah. About it. I just I just want to take down Council Bluffs with me. So, I, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyhow, massive massive fist fight at at the that's, Applebee's. That's awesome. That's yeah, a great this story. town only has three Applebee's. Right. <laughs> you know, we used to have four. Right. I used to love that one that was under the parking garage. I, I walk by it like nearly every day. And it's just, still nothing. No. It's been nothing for like seven years. It's cheaper to have it empty than to... Yeah. yeah. Hmm. This is odd. Yeah. So if you're Kevin Smith out there listening to our podcast, come and film Clerks 3, still clerking. Yeah. At our local Applebee's. At our local Applebee's. <laughs> Fist fights on the house. <laughs> and in the house. Outside the house. <laughs> In the back of the house. What were they fighting over? Do you know? I don't know. I think oh it was just, just yelling. I don't know. Okay. There's like no sporting events going on either, right? Yeah. I mean, there's. Yeah. Hockey's on, but we're pretty early in the season, right? Right. Uh, uh, maybe over who was in the first light beer commercial. <laughs> Are they. Is it like a preemptive NASCAR fight? Yeah. <laughs> we're just mad that uh, isn't Junior retiring or something or lost his Mountain Dew scholarship. Sponsorship. No, 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 no. Keep scholarship. Keep scholarship. Uh, so, so bump of the night. Bump of the night. Uh, I, I, I'm gathering that the series is based off the the adventures of, of the trio that we had introduced. Yeah, and and then the couple of kids that live in the house as well. Yeah, I don't remember this. There was like live action kids walking around at the beginning of it, and yeah. then it turns to like a claymation show. Like it's still on a live background, but all the characters are claymated, I guess. Um. Yeah, that's how I remember it as well. I haven't looked up anything for this show, so I don't know any trivia or anything. Yeah. But. So one of the one of the kids brings home a lungfish. Yeah, is that a real fish? Yes. Okay, can here, it live out of water? Here is a, a picture. Um, I believe so. It looks like a giant beta. Yeah, it does. It has the ability to breathe air. Okay. And it has a kind of a primitive pseudo-lung. Oh, hence the name lungfish. Yes. So, yeah, it's a... Uh, it's a cool thing. I mean, it's, yeah. it's like really old. So the kid brings home a lungfish, and it's not in water. But since lungfish fish can apparently breathe out of water, it's uh, still alive, but wheezing really heavily. Yes. And Mr. Bumpy hears the wheezing and thinks that the lungfish is insulting him. Uh-huh. And so knocks his aquarium off the, uh, the nightstand. How this doesn't wake up the kid, I will never understand. Oh, no, no. But the lungfish gets out and uh, winds up eating Mr. Bumpy. And then subsequently eating the other two, the doll and Mr. What, what was his name? Mr. Squish, uh, Squishy. Squishy. Yeah. So now they're stuck in the middle of a lungfish. It's your classic. Squishington. 
Squishington. Mr. Squishington? Uh, just Squishington. Just, okay. It's a strange name. It is. Yeah. They look squishy. He does. They all look squishy. Yeah. Though. They're all made of play, though. Yeah. Claymations. Kind of weirds me out. Yeah. I know. And this looks really creepy, too. It does. Yeah. It's like a Tim Burton scariness. Yeah. yeah. Like, Coraline came directly from here. I think Coraline has nightmares in this land. Yeah. You think... But the Bump of the Night universe is the Nightmare universe of Coraline. Coraline. Yeah. Okay, I'm with you. I like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah thanks. Sure. We'll, yeah. we'll go with it. All right, Ed Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they end up in the stomach of this lungfish. Yeah, it's and... a classic, you know, magic school bus scenario. They're inside the kid. <laughs> and uh, uh, Bumpy can't can't deal with it. Yeah, he's, at is all. he claustrophobic or he feels trapped? He's he's just mad he got swallowed. Yeah, again. Yeah, <laughs> um, he uh, he tries to claw his way out, and then he discovers a uh, a ship, a pirate yeah. ship, and a, a piece of bubble gum, which right. we'll get to in a minute. Yeah, he was gonna frame it. Yeah, or something. Yeah, I don't know. He's a monster, I guess. So. And then they meet up with a, a pirate <laughs> or a pirate captain Jet Lag. Yeah, who's a flea looking kind of yeah. thing. And voice. Not, Voiced by Maurice Lamarche doing his, uh, uh, what's the guy? Hermes. Yeah, he is Hermes, but what's that impression that he does? Orson Welles. He's doing his Orson Welles impression. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he sounds like the brain from Peaking the Brain. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. Classic pirate voice. Mm Mm-hmm. Why not? (laughs) Yeah. And, uh... What happens? The, the they get into a little slight altercation until Squishington reveals that he also has a an anchor tattoo <laughs> on his bicep because he's he's sailing folk as well. That really made me want to get an anchor tattoo. Oh, I know, me yeah. too. And I could just like go up to a bar and show them that, and they would charge me the exact same that they would <laughs> right. for Sailor Jerry, no matter yes. what. But then they'd be like, "Ah, here, here be your grog." Right? Yeah, that's great. I would. Isn't that. it weird that we have all these idols and such, and a, <clears throat> a blue cartoon piece of Play-Doh makes us want to get a tattoo? Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it really, it, it really, <laughs> it really makes you more. Think. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but you know, I have a kid. I have a wife. <laughs> I've done some spectacular things in my life. But yeah. Uh, I like drinking Sailor Jerry, and a blue claymation figure just made me want to get a an anchor right. tattoo in my forearm. <laughs> I'll get it with you. Okay, we'll do the same time. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. See, I'll be okay because I'm hairy, so you'll we'll, you'll never be able to see it. <laughs> I have to wear short sleeves to work too, which is oh yeah, yeah. I'll I'll never get away with it. Oh, do you have to wear? Is that like the, in the dress code? Or? No, it, I'm a I'm a big guy. I need to yeah. I need as much cooling as I possibly can. I understand. Yeah, I I try to do the long sleeves, but I just roll them up. Yes. Yeah. I would I would last until eight fifteen. <laughs> and you showed up to work late at eight fourteen. So yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You get to work at fucking traffic. <laughs> sleeves are already rolled up. My anchor tattoo would be bristling. Right. Yeah. This is the worst of my time in the war. And everybody knows you got that tattoo like two weeks <laughs> two ago. Two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> Peace time. Right. He says, as we're fighting two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Anyhow, Whatever. what I'm saying is there's no draft right now. So back to the, the show. <laughs> uh, they're in the lungfish. Uh, the stomach starts digesting them. They get on the ship and, uh, you know, go down. They're headed towards the small intestine. And the ship's coming apart, trying to hammer it back together. Um, the lungfish's intestines kind of split at the end. Yeah, t- from the small weird. to the large, but but the the splitting area 
It's covered with nothing but like knife gears. Yeah. Like spin and cut. Yeah. That's not how small intestines work, I don't think. But There's anyway. only one way to find out. You're right. To the ah. center of Andy. Yeah. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> so, uh, the doll lady wrestles away control of the ship from the pirate. Yeah. And they, they go crashing into the side of uh, the empty tunnel, the one that's not full of razor blades and shit. Right. But they're still kind of headed towards getting digested. So they make a hot air balloon out of the gum right. that Bumpy had. And uh, the ship gets eaten up. <laughs> My favorite part is the ship's getting eaten up. And they're trying to get the captain to come on their gondola mm-hmm. to, to escape via the, the hot air bubblegum balloon. Right. The, the doll's like, come on, Captain, come on, you can get on, you can make it. He's like, oh, I'm going down with my ship. She's like, no, no, come on, jump on. And Bumpy's like, oh, we got to get out of here. And, like, cuts <laughs> the anchor rope holding yeah. them on. And they start floating away, and she, like, immediately is like, Bumpy, don't cut us loose too early. He goes, what? I don't know how this thing works. Yeah, that was good. That was a good bit. Yeah. Um, then a, a big hot air bubble balloon. Comes out of the lungfish yep. and pops, and now they're out of the lungfish. And then later he spits up the pirate. Yes. And uh, what's he say? Like, never doubt the, the the power of a good taunt. The power of a good taunt. And he starts taunting the lungfish again, of course. Yes. So. And then they all taunt the lungfish by sticking out their tongue and blowing raspberries at it. Yeah. 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 All right, so that's our show. What did you think of it? <laughs> um... I was a little disturbed by yeah. parts. Um, I don't remember this being on, but of course I seen A for it was like after a year of high school. I, oh, okay. Yeah, and this wouldn't have been my brother's speed either, so we missed it. Gotcha. I missed it. Yeah, I think this was on around the same time as Ninja Turtles. Like, I think maybe Ninja Turtles was the popular lead-in or something. Oh wow! Yeah, so I remember watching a lot of this. It says it was on uh, H or ABC. Oh, ABC. That makes sense. Yeah, I remember. I remember watching the two shows right around the same time. So maybe one was on one channel, one on the other. But yeah, well, yeah. What ABC in '94? That would have yeah, Ninja Turtles would have been on. Okay. Yeah. Ninja Turtles was CBS, right? That's what I thought. Yeah, me too. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Somebody should do that on the show one of these days. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, it brought back good mm-hmm. memories for me. Because I remember watching it, but I don't remember any episodes. That's it's, good. It's exactly as crazy as I remember. It, it, it was crazy. Yeah, it's definitely for like a very younger audience. Yeah. So yeah, if I were uh, charged with taking care of, of little kids, mm-hmm. I would. Yeah, I would. Hey, kids, watch this. Right. We got smoke. <laughs> right. You. From what I can tell, you kids don't have enough nightmares. So go ahead and watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll just we'll pick you up tomorrow. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Cool. Yeah, I don't. I don't recall any merchandise under, under this, and I would in no way ever binge this. <laughs> Same here. I actually remember uh, I didn't have green Play-Doh, so oh, I had to take no. like blue and yellow Play-Doh and mix it together so I can make a Mr. Bumpy. You did? Play-Doh. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I hope Antonio Geronimo uh, 
watches this with his kids, though. Oh, I do, too. I think it'd be a great experience for them all. He said this episode in particular gave him, like, the willies, so... Ah, great. Yeah. I I kind of want him to watch it again. Yeah. Just, like, relive that experience. Yeah, please do, AJ, and, uh, and let Report us know. Report back. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, on to our next episode? Yep. Uh, audience, please enjoy this next 24 minutes of... Uh, <laughs> Extended organ music, <laughs> but really bad organ music. Like yeah, it's, like it's the guy's first recital. Right. You know? yeah. yeah, and he forgot his sheet music. Right. And his cat. His well, and cat it's, a, needs it's a different uh, organ, so yeah. the bench is too high for him to reach the pedals. Yeah. <laughs> and badly out of tune. Yeah, right. Yeah, all the pipes yeah. are mixed up. Right. <laughs> they had fell, fallen down everywhere. Yeah. And nobody knew how to kind of put them back together. And there, was, there was some dismay. I, uh, well, wow. We've, we've basically written a whole episode of Bump the Night right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or who did uh, oh, all those movies I like? Jeez. Uh, Mel Brooks? No, close. Yeah. Uh, yeah we gotta, we got to get rid of this. Uh, Steve Zuso. Um, this is Oh. Right. Oh, I can't remember it. God, wow. It's right. It's, uh... Yeah. Anderson? Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. There we go. Yeah, so... It's like a Wes Anderson movie? Yeah, with all the... Yeah. I can just hear the, the Alec Baldwin voiceover. Yeah. Yeah. With the... All the pipes had been removed and placed back poorly the next day. Just in time for Petey's untimely recital. <laughs> Did you know he was in, in talks to do a Spider-Man movie? No. Wes Anderson? Like a live action? Like Spider-Man? a live action Wes Anderson Spider-Man movie. <laughs> and uh, some guy on YouTube <laughs> like made what would be the trailer for that. Oh my goodness. It is amazing. Uh, I'm going to um, watch that before the next cartoon. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. All right. <laughs> All right, so we will be back. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to Tune In. I'm Keith. And I'm Andy. (laughs) And this time we watched Popeye. Yeah, you gotta be a football hero. So this one comes from Sam McGuffey, my father. Uh, He gave us a dearth of uh, Popeye cartoons to watch. We just picked one for the sake of uh, our conversation and keeping the time going. Yeah. So we watched You Gotta Be a Football Hero. 1935 is when this is from. Right. Um... I I was shocked that it was 1935 a little bit. I was too. Uh, yeah, this so, was like back when the Browns were still a good team. <laughs> <laughs> that hit that spiteful just, silence. Just that's uh, what I live for. <laughs> just right in the gut. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The the Cleveland Browns do suck. <laughs> that's that's a sheer fact. No punchline. Nope. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> nope. And so do the Steelers. I know uh, they're doing good, but they're a terrible, horrible yeah, team. Yeah. Uh, so all you Steelers fans, don't tweet me. Don't care. <laughs> At least you're not a Raven. Right. Uh. Oh. Um, it was good to watch this. Um, and, and, and so just briefly here, I'm, the synopsis is it, it opens up. There's a big football game being played mm-hmm. in, in, you know, a cutoff, cut, uh, cut in half barrel. Almost, yeah. you know, it, yeah. it looks like, it's a, like a literal bowl. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. And these 
folks are sitting there on like old style wooden chairs, mm-hmm. and it, it says you know, football today, like yeah. tomorrow cabbage soup, right? Because yeah. it's plague yeah. tomorrow, plague yeah. t- <laughs> <laughs> Hitler Thursday. <laughs> it was the thirties, yeah, right. Yeah, right. right. Um, so uh, Popeye and olive oil, bitch. Uh, they're they're sitting there watching a football game, and Bluto and his team come out, and they're all big, strapping guys, rah, 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 yeah. rah, making these sounds. And uh, Wimby, the the guy who'll gladly pay you on Tuesday for hamburger today, mm-hmm. uh, is leading his team of wimps, yeah, out on the field, and, and these guys are, yeah, they almost look like Popeye, but they lack the uh, enormous forearms right. to qualify one for sailor duty. <laughs> Bluto immediately <laughs> comes over. To uh, Papa in olive oil, and he's like, oh, "Hey, baby." Yeah, and they, there's some barely un, unintelligible dialogue throughout the whole I thing. I love the the vocals in Papa oh. cartoons because it's all just like. Rah, 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 rah. And I find <laughs> myself like through the course of my day, just kind of murmuring to my ear. Yeah, like that kid in uh, Christmas Story when he beats up that other kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, so olive oil gets. Gets brought into the huddle with with all the big strapping dudes on Bluto's yeah. team, and is immediately she's like their cheerleader. Cheerleader, cheerleader. Yeah. yeah, and the uh, the making the human body represent letters exists uh, in this era of football. Because yeah. I mean, this this is a perfect time capsule of of football in America at the time, and it's become such a huge deal in our lives. Like right now, I'm kind of just like. Hmm. I'm I'm recording a podcast and not watching football. And how do I get a monitor in here so that I could do both things? Right. But I know I couldn't because I just look at the screen on two teams. I don't give a rat's ass about and just stare like a like a bad word that I can't say on podcasts. <laughs> really, <laughs> it's the wild west of uh, media. You can say anything you want. Oh yeah, but there's plenty of outrage. <laughs> I was just gonna stare at the TV and just drool though. I mean, gosh, yeah. oh wow. Um, well, Popeye, angry that his his squeeze has so quickly yeah. converted to the other side. Uh, we're going to get into why olive oil is terrible in a second. Yeah. Except for her elastic appendages that make her allow her to make any letter in the alphabet. Right. Yeah. Not not attractive though. Yeah. yeah. She made a, a perfect. Uh, oh, like a B for, and an O. Yeah. Oh, and the B. Oh yeah. yeah. That was. Yeah. She is Otherwise, a B. Otherwise, ah, ah. ah. <laughs> uh, So Popeye joins Bimby's team. Yeah. I think he goes to the office. With the sign outside that says "New Players Register Here," yeah, is immediately the starting quarterback. <laughs> right, right, right. And uh, they must have been impressed by his forearms. And kickoff returner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And at no point does the score just kind of like roll up like you would think. There was only one score in this right. entire game, and that was the end of the game. Yeah, uh, they kick off to Popeye, <laughs> and Popeye gets well, the ball, and it, he. It hits him right in the face and like flies up. He goes around in a circle, all kind of dazed, and when he when he whips back around, it just lands right in his hands. And he runs with it, like, out straight in his hands, like a like a yeah. hot pizza or something. And, and both yeah. legs kind of hop forward, and then his body moves yes. to the, the fullest extent of his hips. Um, there's several pile-ups. There's some Popeye getting... I mean, I just there's there's constantly pile-ups. We only see the ball hiked twice, twice. maybe, yeah. And Bluto's team, like, punches out yeah. the, the wimps and stuff. That's mm-hmm. great. Uh, only by sheer luck does does Popeye get a a, a game saving stop on Bluto by Bluto punching him, Popeye, 
recoiling off the uprights and then back at him like a missile, right. hitting him in the gut, <laughs> knocking him down. In which there's an ensuing ensuing uh, pile up. Right. There's a lot of turnover in the game, mm-hmm. uh, but 1935 and a lack of instant replay will do that. Right. Uh, yeah. Never once do we see a forward pass. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Does, does this predate the forward pass? I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. We should we should figure that out quickly. So we didn't see any forward passing in this game, uh, and forward pa- the forward pass had been legal since uh, 1906. Yeah, and I'm not intelligent for telling you that. I spent a lot of time on the Wikipedia right. researching I, this. I don't know everything, but I know how to Google everything. Isn't exactly. that just as, this, 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 this <laughs> yeah. is the same, right? Yeah. And Keith, why don't you just Google empathy and feelings? I'd appreciate that. <laughs> I don't have an algorithm for all your damn feelings. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we never see a forward pass. Uh, We see the the ball hiked uh, a couple of times Mm -hmm. uh, at the bottom of one pileup. Every time there's a pileup, they all move, and then Popeye's just buried in the ground. Buried on the ground, yeah. Maybe he comes over with a water water bucket and a ladle ladle (laughs) and pulls out a ladle of water. Drinks the ladle and then runs away, and you know. Yeah, he doesn't offer any to Popeye. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Um, eventually, Popeye turns to his uh, performance-enhancing drugs, spinach. Spinach. Yeah, and uh, just goes goes all Popeye on him. He, he's running. He's doing that same run where his legs go forward and the body goes forward, and he's using his, using his butt to whip people out of yeah. the way, which uh-huh. is hilarious. And then, what does he do? The one thing that just drives me crazy. He's on the five-yard line, and he stops to celebrate. Right. Like, yeah. dude, get in the goal. Yeah. And someone even yells, like, you're not in the end zone. Yeah. And, and so was, it begs the question, was this a problem in 1935? Maybe. I don't know. It, yeah. Probably. Uh, the early celebration. Showboats. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hmm. Uh, named after the Wisconsin showboats, I believe. Really? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> You known. There's a, there's a general lack of boats in Wisconsin. Yes. Anyhow. <laughs> uh, don't listen to Keith. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm the crazy one. <laughs> right, you want to play a fire? <laughs> Let's play a fire. And gasoline. Right. Uh, so he's on the five yard line. He's showboating. He gets another pile up on him. But of course, since he has spinach, he's able to lift the entire pile up. Uh-huh. Board progress was not impeded. So he, nope. looked at the whole, he looked at the whole pile up and walked into the end zone, and that's how they win the game. Yeah, and Olive Oil, uh, mid his run, uh, and, and using his butt yeah. to whack everybody out, she goes, I'm switching sides. Yeah, she pulls a John Dorn and switches sides. Oh, oh, you dropped it. I did. <laughs> so for anybody who doesn't know this story, we went to a football game with a buddy of ours, and over the course of one football game, he changed allegiances three times. I know, and it wasn't even like at the quarters or anything. No, <laughs> whatever he felt like. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. We had like a like a randomizer on his phone. He's like, I'm a fan <laughs> of 
The St. Louis Cardinals. <laughs> they're not a, they're, yeah, right, they're a baseball yeah. team. You can't be a fan of them. <laughs> At one point, he was a fan of the Bellevue Bruins, which is a little league team. <laughs> uh, he sure did cheer whenever those refs threw a flag, though. He's like, yeah, go, yeah. zebras. All right. Yeah. We love you, George. Miff that call. Miff that call. Yeah, we love you, George. So, yeah, that's basically the story. Uh, Olive Oil writes, I love you on a football to Popeye. Uh-huh. And uh, then we get the, the closing ring on Popeye. That's uh-huh. The end of the show. Yep. Yeah. Toot, toot. I, I love Popeye. Yeah. I, you know, and he may be slightly anachronistic for the times, but, eh, screw you if you can't take a joke. Right. Popeye is great. Yes. And all kids should watch Popeye. All adults, wake your asses up. And go back and watch Popeye, especially if you're, you know, my age, in your late 30s, early 40s, you know that when we were kids, uh, they replayed a lot of, like, the Looney Tunes and the Popeye, yeah. um, just because there wasn't that many cartoons out there, even though we're going to do a show about yeah. all of our <laughs> cartoons that we watched. Yeah, Dad uh, said this was one of the ones that he remembered watching a lot when he was a kid. That's why he picked it. That's so, awesome. Yeah. No, thank you, Sam, for sharing this with yeah. us. Uh I myself, I just found uh, some. There was a whole bunch of Popeye cartoons on Netflix, I believe. Really? Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna binge a mini binge of, of however long that is. I think it was like an hour and a half of Popeye. Oh, okay. Yeah, I. It's huh. it's good stuff. Yeah, I noticed this. Uh, this is on Boomerang, which makes me want to get Boomerang more. Like I've, I've kind of been on the fence about Boomerang is like an app where you can watch old cartoons. Yeah. I haven't been on the fence about it. I don't know what's really required to get it, if I need, like, a standard cable like some of those services have. But uh, I used to watch Popeyes on it, I'm like... Boomerang when it was, the, when it was a cable channel. If it yeah, still is a cable channel. I did, too. I don't I don't know if it is anymore. I think it's gone to, like, an app now. Yeah. So. That's probably better for them. Yeah. I mean, there are a la carte tastes of the time, but yeah, I really don't want Well, shopping channel. They <laughs> really just want to watch... I just want to watch football and cartoons. Uh, maybe some sitcoms every now and then. Yeah, it's the American dream. Yeah. So I... Um, my uncle has a Popeye tattoo. It's on his back, and it's Popeye like punching through his skin, basically. Wow. Yeah, it's really cool. It's a really cool tattoo. Um, I also recently found out that the, the game Donkey Kong was originally being developed as a Popeye video game. Okay. With Popeye being Mario... Pluto being Donkey Kong, and Olive Oil being the princess. That makes so much sense. I know, right? So, it's a cool bit of trivia yeah. for you. Well, thank you. And then Popeye also has tattoos. What oh, does he yeah. have a tattoo of? An anchor. Oh, shit! Illuminati oh! confirmed! <laughs> well, looks like we're going to go get tattoos, and then we're going to watch our next episode of this uh, audience participation spectacular. Yes, and our next episode is going to be Justice League. Um, I don't have... Dun, dun, dun. I know. And this is from uh, Joe Ketchum, uh, the guy from uh, Quote Unquote Guilty. We were on his podcast. Hey, Joe. Thanks, man. Yeah, we're doing the episode where uh, the Flash and Lex Luthor switch bodies. I don't know the the title off the top of my head. Flash Luthor. Right? Oh, man. It's a good episode. At some point, we're going to do Justice League proper. But I'm excited that he he got this show. So let's uh, go ahead and take a break. Uh, We'll go watch that, and we'll be back. All right. Enjoy this Gregorian chant. And until then, stay stay tuned. tuned.
All right, well, welcome back. Well, to our tune and pod audience. Buckle like, up. Buckle up. This is a good show we just watched. We just watched Justice League Unlimited, season three, episode eight, The Great Brain Robbery. It was so good. I know. It's a it's a episode written by Dwayne McDuffie, who wrote a bunch of episodes of this. He also did Static Shock. He worked for DC Comics for a long time. He worked for Marvel before that. Nice. He's a, he's a phenomenal writer. Really did he happen to write an episode of Babylon Five? I don't know. I don't think he did. Okay. He was like a he was one of those kids that went to college when he was like fourteen. Oh, awesome! When he graduated, he uh, decided to write comics. <laughs> so yeah, could have cured cancer. Yeah, well, I think he made was, comics. I read he was working on something and then found out that it was being used for like uh, missiles, like whatever compound he was working on, whatever research he was doing. He's like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna go write comics." Awesome. So, yeah. Good on him. So yeah, uh, and this is eventually we'll do Justice League proper. Yeah. So, because I, I love this show. It went for two seasons as Justice League and then switched to Justice League Unlimited. Okay. The whole thing is good and it leads right into one leads right into another. So, it's real good. It seemed the episode we watched kind of picked off where another episode left. Yeah, and it follows so, a whole plot. So, yeah. Brainiac in, at this point is An obsessed, arc. or I'm sorry, Lex Luthor is obsessed with getting Brainiac mm. back. Okay. And uh, he's compiled a group of secret supervillains. Um, and he's had a power struggle with Gorilla Grodd, and he's finally, like, bested Gorilla Grodd. Nice. And has Grodd all tied up with, like, yeah. a brain uh, helmet on him so he can't mind control people. So that's where we come in, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I am, I'm going to let you handle the synopsis. Oh, okay. Um, I am really terrible with DC characters beyond, like, the major ones. Okay, gotcha. Like, really bad. All right. And even worse with the villains. Like, <laughs> if it's not Lex or the Joker, right? Like, <laughs> Who is this Aquaman villain with a big weird head thing? <laughs> Whoa! Black yeah, Mana. come on. Right. <laughs> I would have guessed correctly. Yeah. I know who Gorilla Grodd is and everything right. like yeah, that, yeah. but I just yeah, I'm yeah. I'm kind of rotten with him. I, I I feel bad, mm-hmm. but not that bad. Right. Yeah. I I just was never a DC kid growing up. However. Batman being one of my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure if we ever watch Transformers, the original series, I'll be the same way. Like, I know Optimus, I know Starscream, but outside of that. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, take it away, Keith. All right, so um, basically what's happened is Gorilla Grodd knows something about this Brainiac piece that Lex Luthor wants. So he uh, like rigs up a machine to basically crack open Gorilla Grodd's brain and take that piece of information. Simultaneously, on the Justice League side, um, several years ago, Gorilla Grodd had taken over the Flash's mind telepathically. And Dr. Fate, using the remnants of that communication, that telepathic link, is going to use that to track down Gorilla Grodd. This happens at the same time. Everything goes apeshit bananas. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks. (laughs) And uh, Lex Luthor and uh, the Flash wind up switching brains, basically. So the Flash is in Luthor's Mm -hmm. body. Luther is in Flash Body. I like that they kept the same voice actor, though. A lot of times when they do that, they'll switch voice actors. Oh, no, that drives me crazy. That's some Scooby-Doo bullshit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you're you're too immature to follow this, clearly, so we're going to use different voice (laughs) actors. So it's Clancy Brown doing The Flash, Mm. and I forget the guy that does uh, The Flash normally doing Lex Luthor. The guy that does The Flash was Lex Luthor in Smallville, though. 
Oh, his name? Michael Rosenbaum. Michael Rosenbaum. Yeah, yeah. that's his name. No yeah. way. Yeah, and that's Michael Rosenbaum. Wow. Yeah. Um, and they both both voice actors, and you know, I I think so highly of Clancy Brown. Oh, I know. He's really showcasing just the the range of his voice. Yeah, is. like he does a very high pitched Lex Luthor, which is kind of strange to listen to, but you can tell it's like the Flash. As yeah, Lex Luthor. He <laughs> flashes it up a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, he again both actors just pull it off so well mm-hmm. yeah uh the flash the body of the flash that is lex luther immediately starts attacking the entire justice league on their <laughs> uh satellite watchtower station mr terrific's trying to lock things down and flash is getting away uh dr fate eventually figures out that he can uh, reverse the spell if he can get into physical contact with the flash um on the super villain side lex luther was supposed to give a presentation about his big evil plan Lex Luthor has no idea what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of my favorite scenes is Luthor goes into the restroom, which like the Legion of Doom has a very nice clean restroom. It's, it's like a classic any office building in the United States. Yeah. It's several it's stalls. Several, yeah. Clean. Toilet paper. It's, it's even labeled, over, not under. Yeah, it's even labeled men's. Like right. I don't know I don't know where Gorilla Grog goes to the restroom. Would he he goes to the gorilla's bathroom. Okay, of course. I'm I'm sure since he probably built the damn place <laughs> right <laughs> uh luther or the flash as luther is trying to get uh, <laughs> a, a call out to the justice league to tell him like hey i switch bodies this is terrible immediately uh when they first switch bodies luther tried to run away but because he's the flash he's used to running really fast he takes like seven steps and is winded it's like <laughs> something's not right here but uh dr polaris confronts uh luther in the bathroom and says, you know, you're supposed to tell us your evil plan, get to it. Uh, Luther tries to leave, and Polaris is like, hey, aren't you going to wash your hands? And the Flash is Luther's like, no, <laughs> because I'm evil. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, don't care how evil you are. Yeah, wash your hands yeah, after you poop. I'm a, I, and, and pee. I mean, yeah. just wash your hands. Yeah, yeah, in general. Yeah, Several times a day, even if you don't need it. I'm at a... Uh, a man, there was a man I really looked up to in business, mm-hmm. and we were out at, like, a fancy restaurant one night. It was... If you're going to wash your hands, especially in a fancy restaurant, that's the place And he was in there, we were both you know, peeing at the same time, mm-hmm. and I went over, and I was washing my hands, and he, I see him in the mirror just, like, walk out. Uh-huh. And this is a guy, I'm like, wow. Did you, like... Uh, like hand you a loaf of a slice of bread. Uh, I was on the lookout too. Yeah. I was just like, don't you know? No. Right. Yes. Don't hug me. Don't don't yeah. shake my hand. In the if way my I'm napkin like, drops on the floor off my lap, I will pick it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I I was just. That's and, also disgusting. I, but at least it's not pee hands. <laughs> and I worked with him for another like four years too. Oh, I was wow. just like, whoa! Every time I saw him, I was just like. You don't wash your hands. Yeah, don't. And then a, a friendly wave, not a not a handshake. Yeah, yeah. I felt bad for his like laptop and his keyboard and stuff. Ugh, like, Ugh, no. Ugh. Ugh. Oh god. Uh, you know who I'm talking about? Do what? Out there? No. You oh, okay. No oh, all right. I was... Yes, <laughs> that was a generic. You were looking at me. I was... uh, yeah, I was. I was, guy? I was staring off into space. <laughs> oh like... shit! Is it me? No. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've eaten at a fancy restaurant in the last four years, so I think I'm good. <laughs> Wash your hands, kids. Yeah. Evil or not. Right. Uh, Luther, who is the Flash, 
ends up in the boardroom of uh, the Legion of Doom. It's <laughs> just so ridiculous. I know, where all these villains are there waiting to be heard. Sinestro's there, kind of call calling them out. Uh, I had the I had the urge. Me and my dad used to watch this show, and we would just like pause every time there was a group of people and like kind of point out who was who. So, like you can see Angleman and Livewire and Goldface and the Key and just I, I mean just a, just a ton of them. It's great. And I purposely didn't do that. Uh, because <laughs> just, just I, test my memory. I, well, I'm the terrible kind of person that would would see that, mm-hmm. and then also be like, "Okay, so what does he do? Oh, yeah. and what does he do? And who's his original? Because you know, in DC, yeah. the villains are a little bit more. Uh, They're more like a title. There's like several Captain Colds or whatever. Right. Yeah. Well, that that's one thing. But they're a little bit more. I would say intimate with the with the hero. The villain's a little bit more oh, intimate yeah. with the hero. Like who's, who's villain that's, is it? That's a Superman villain mm-hmm. versus. Uh, yeah. You know, it's X Men. So Angleman like, is Wonder Woman. <laughs> Doctor Polaris is Green Lantern. Sinestro's Green Lantern. Yes. Who else did I do say? that. Goldface. Goldface, my <laughs> big Green Lantern. Sam, help me! <laughs> he's in a he's in a spiral. <laughs> if, if your dad were here, he would just he'd be all over too. I, 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 I just, oh yeah, um, yeah, oh, totally. Uh, so wait, <laughs> I wouldn't mind. But Lex Luthor points to a guy, and I I think the guy's name is Trident. He's got like a starfish face. He's like you, big evil guy. What's your role in this plan? Because Luthor's uh, the Flash is bullshitting because he has no idea what's going on. He's like me. I don't have a role, and. The Flash Luther is like, well, let's pop quiz. Everyone go around and you tell me your role in this, in this plan. <laughs> and they do, too. It's the worst, worst thing. If you're ever plotting evil and somebody suddenly says that, off them immediately. Yeah, right? Immediately. <laughs> so they go around and they, they tell their plan. It's to uh, uh, this this country, Kaznia, has recently joined the European Union. Which oh, means they will be, Kaznia. Right, my home and... Also home. <laughs> what a shithole. <laughs> Topical. Topical. Uh, so Kaznia recently joined the European Union, which means they will be switching from their native currency to euros, um, which means they have to transport a bunch of euros into <laughs> Kaznia on a train, and they're going to heist the train, basically. it's uh, I think it's the plot of three of the Fast and the Furious movies, but I'm not entirely sure. Uh, four. Four? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Good yeah. to know. Live four and die fast. Right. <laughs> and Furious. Oh, man. How have there been seven of those movies? Uh, is there only seven? Maybe there's eight. Have you, watched, that... have you watched them, though? Like, the bulk of the series is, is good. Really? I mean, if not a guilty pleasure. Yeah. So, totally check out the podcast. Yeah. But yeah, they're they're not bad. Really? Yeah. Okay. And each one of them averages out to be a good film. Okay. <laughs> I I huh. can't explain it, and I'm gonna not. All right. But, yeah. Sounds good. Watch them. Okay. I have never some watched of any them, of not them. all of them, but it's like Star Trek where you watch every even one. That's good. <laughs> every or every odd one, right? Uh, it's it's the evens. Okay. Evens well, and three. Not anymore. Because they're just all bad now. <laughs> True, yeah. So anyway, uh, <laughs> the evil plan is set into motion. Uh, uh, what's his name? Polaris, Dr. Polaris and Sinestro uh, attack the train on Lex's orders. Um, the Justice League sends a team uh, of Ice, Steel, and Dr. Light to stop the the evil... Uh, what are they called? Secret Society supervillains, I think or yeah. Legion of Doom. Either. Right. 
they're I'll use them interchangeably, but that's what they are. You can. You can use them interchangeably. Yeah. Okay. Probably. Oh. I think they there are two separate groups, but I think uh for for this show they're just one kind of Anyhow, they 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 reference the fact that they made a secret society of supervillains. I think it is Legion. Anyhow, I'm I'm deep in the weeds. I so like it. <laughs> uh on the on the watchtower, the Flash is just wreaking havoc because Luther and the Flash's body, he knows like everything to do terrible. Like he holds his fingers to a guy's brain and is like, "Teleport me out of here! I'll fry your brain by scrambling my fingers." Yeah, yeah, it's pretty sick. He vibrates through a wall, uh, but he doesn't do it like the Flash, where like vibrates and goes through, just goes through cleanly. He like explodes the wall with the vibrations. Um, they manage to corner him in the cafeteria, where the Flash has resorted to throwing spoons at Green Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> Dishes, yeah, yeah, pudding cups, yeah. Basically, um, there's a good little bit where uh, he throws a, a pudding cup or something so hard it goes through Green Lantern's bubble and splats him in the face and kind of incapacitates him. Flash runs <laughs> off, and then he runs back and eats some of the pudding. Yeah, and, like runs off again because the Flash burns a lot of calories, so he's always right. hungry. So yeah. yeah. Well, what is what is Luther up to though when when he's told to go take a rest? Oh yeah. Oh, this is weird. Wow. So, so Luther's got a girlfriend, and I, I can never... It's not Morgan Le Fay. It's some other, like, magic witch lady in the DC universe. And they said her name. I don't remember it. But um, she... <laughs> they go into a private room. She's like, sit here and take a rest. The door closes, and we hear Luther say, that's not restful. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, a few minutes later, she's like, oh, you're so... You're yeah. so much more gentle. So attentive. And, attentive and <laughs> yeah. oh, Energetic, wow. I think she says, too. Wow. Yeah. Oh, it's sick. Yeah. So gross. Was not uh, anticipating this. No. Um, okay, so the heist is happening, and the Flash has gotten away. The Flash goes to the communications portal, or terminal, and uh, sends communications to the bad guys to say, Whoever is there that is Luther is not Luther. I'm Luther. And they uh, they knock out the Flash. Who is Luther? This is confusing. I'm sorry. It's okay. So, <laughs> so Lex Luther's body with the Flash's mind has been knocked out. He's captured. Um, Mr. Terrific is able to incapacitate the Flash. The Flash makes his way back onto the bridge. Uh, he turns off the gravity, which is a cool little bit. Yeah. Um, the Flash... It looked like he was swimming. I think what he was doing was he, he was, was making vibrating little, in propulsion. Yeah, he was like making yeah. little mini tornadoes with his hands or right. something. To I, that's yeah, forward. yeah. And when he does that to go at Mister Terrific, Mister Terrific turns back on the gravity and he falls and knocks himself out. <laughs> <laughs> so now he's incapacitated. Doctor Fate can touch him and uh, make the mind link go the opposite way. Um, let's see. The next scene is Luther back in Luther's body. Yes, and he's tied to a chair and. He's like, no, guys, really, it's me. And Captain Polaris just decks him right in the face. Right. Yeah. Shut up, loser. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Polaris says that he's taking command of the of the Legion of Doom. Mm-hmm. Um, and he like rips some metal out of the wall and kind of menacingly puts it around uh, Luther's head, all sharp and whatnot. And Luther presses a button on his belt. All the metal wraps around Doctor Polaris, and he mentions like, "This is how you know I'm Luther because when I augmented your powers, I also made a way to." overcome you. They're like, oh shit, that is Luther. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, on the Justice League side, Flash almost reveals uh, Green Lantern's nickname before he joined the Marines. <laughs> and that's how they know that it's uh, the Flash. And thus the day is reset. Yay! So, 
It was really good. Yeah. There was one bit I missed where uh, Gorilla Grodd reveals that he knows that the Flash is in Luthor's body. But just kind of lets it play out. Yeah, he's like, I'm not going to like let him know, because where's the fun in that? Like, I hate you <laughs> as much as I hate Luthor, so I'm just going to sit back and watch. So, it was good. Awesome. Good yeah. I I couldn't enjoy this more. I I was kind of captivated the entire episode. I, yeah. I was just like, wow, this is happening. <laughs> and it was a good... A bit of a bottle episode, not not necessarily because, you know, they did change scenery and usually cartoons don't have to worry about having to have bottle episodes, right. but it was a, a clear story with everything going on in the periphery, mm-hmm. and then, of course, just a great opportunity to, you know, good side or bad side show off just a ton of different characters. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, this this series is one I've, I've struggled to find one good episode. Like, because there's so many good arcs and stuff and things that play into it. But this is a good... You know, it, it does kind of drive the plot forward because we see that now Luther definitely has control over all these super-powered people. But, right. Uh, yeah, it's a good, good single episode. Good pick, Joe. Great work. Yeah. And you never watched this show? I haven't. No. Oh, Jesus Christ. I know. This is like... So Batman the Animated Series, and we, we yeah. watched the Superman one. This is like a continuation of all that. And then it really? leads into Batman Beyond. Okay. Basically, that's like the end of the series. So where so. where was Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, why this was always go- already going on? So the first two seasons were like those three and four of the guys. Okay. Um, and it was all about those seven members of the Justice League. Then in the third season, they made it Justice League Unlimited, and they kind of expanded the roster. So I, they're around, they're doing other things, but yeah. they're not here for this okay. episode, basically. So, yeah. Great. Yeah, well, right. I look forward to watching more Justice League in the future. Yeah. It was on Netflix for a hot minute, and I binged it pretty quickly. Nice. So, yeah. And I think my dad uh, procured them legally back when they were on, <laughs> we used to watch them all the time. Yeah, uh, so. we we had no problem watching it today. Nope, <laughs> sure didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would, I would, I look forward to going back to the series a third time or fourth time, maybe even. So it's good. It's really okay. Good wow, it's so good. That is yeah. impressive that you would watch it that that many times. Oh maybe. yeah, easily. Awesome. Yeah. Anything else we need to say about this, or should we move on? Watch it, folks. Yes, definitely. All right. Well, uh, I've got a crude recording of my cousin's uh, piano recital that we're going to listen to next. Okay. How bad is his cousin at piano? It's he's he's never seen one in his life before the recital. Okay. He only knows what guitars are, not actual pianos. <laughs> <laughs> but he's got such a drawl. We don't know if he says guitar or guitar. <laughs> Sorry, I love that joke. That's, that's good. Uh, oh, that's a good bit. I stole it. I oh, that's fine. It. That's still good. You saying right. guitar or guitar? <laughs> um, so we will be back with our last episode of our audience spectacular. Allegedly. Yeah. Uh, allegedly it'll be the last or allegedly we'll be back. Both. Both. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Our last show is from uh, Daniel K. He's got a, a podcast where he does audio-only Let's Plays of video games. It's actually kind of brilliant. Okay. But he's from Australia. Awesome. He gave us a show called uh, Little Elvis, which I'm excited for. So, Well, wait. There was there was a, uh, a Saturday Night Live skit called okay. Tiny Elvis. In oh. which, have you ever seen this? No, I haven't. We'll watch this, too. Okay. Nicolas Cage plays Tiny Elvis. And he's you the, lost me at Nicolas Cage. I know. <laughs> and I'm happy, everybody, like, 
swerved off the road. People got off the planes right. that they were flying in when I said Nicolas Cage. There are uh, people went and joined space races. But Nicolas Cage plays Tiny Elvis. He's like, hey guys, look at the size of that coffee cup. It's big, man. Wow, that's wild. Wow, and he's got all these like full size cronies. They're like, oh yeah, Tiny Elvis, that is a big coffee mug. <laughs> it's like late or early two or early nineties Saturday night. Yeah. And oh yeah, Tiny Elvis. <laughs> no, that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Man, that's big. That's wild. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll be back with Little Elvis. So until then, stay, stay tuned. tuned. Here's the story, Sonny Jim. And I swear. Every word is true. To a woman star on a desert night in a Cadillac of golden light. On a floor by a drugstore door, he left a prize. A rock and roll surprise for Lennon and Grace, a little baby boy. See, it's funny because Nicolas Cage basically talks like Elvis anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> Man, look at that. Nicholas Cage's failure. That's big. That's big. That's big. God. Was... Sure is. Sure is, Tiny King. <laughs> we should have just had the whole thing be about Tiny Elvis, not Little Elvis. Like we watched the wrong thing. No, we didn't. <laughs> I'm glad that we have a listener in Australia. That's cool. Yeah, right? We're international just... bitches. Woo! Woo! I just hope it wasn't like he was just being rando about it. Like, ah. Uh, no, no, he's he's. We've communicated before. So, oh, that's great. Yeah. We were a Pokemon in his uh, Nuzlocke challenge of Pokemon. Oh, so, very nice. We're a Weeping Bell, which is like a, a pitcher plant. By the way, Daniel, if you're listening, evolve us after we learn Razor Leaf. You'll evolve leaves. us, right? Leaf Stone. So anyway, welcome back to the Tune In Pod Audience Spectacular. We just got done watching Little Elvis Jones and the Truck, the truck Stoppers. Stoppers. That's the full title. I thought it was just Little Elvis. No. Yeah. This was recommended by Daniel K. from Daniel K.'s Let's Plays. Uh, if you're not listening to that, you really should. It's really good. Um, This show is crazy. I it never, was. I never watched an Australian cartoon before. I don't know. I haven't either. Yeah. So, and the, the opening song really gives us the entire plot. It's I like it. Yeah. This kid was born in a guitar case, or at least delivered in a guitar case, to this couple who's running a truck stop uh, side of the road in the middle of the outback of Australia, like uh, a diner, basically, right? Yeah. yeah. And he's, they, they seem to be obsessed with Elvis, so they name him Elvis. <clears throat> so he's El- Little Elvis Jones, is right. his name. And uh, he's good at singing. And he has a band called The Truck Stoppers. Yeah. Which includes him on guitar and vocals, a little girl on drums, and she uses, like, branches for drums. Janet. Janet is her name. Yeah. Yes. And then Lionel is the other guy? Lionel. And he plays the didgeridoo. Right. Because it's Australia. Yes. Of course. Of course. <laughs> that seems to be the major plot. There's a bad guy, W.C. Moore or something. Right. Yeah. And he's a billionaire. He was mm-hmm. after rare metals out in the outback. Yeah, we had to go onto the Wikipedia. It looks like he has a marble made of this rare substance. Because he used it at one point in this show and it really confused us. So he has a magic marble, basically. Yeah. And um, the kids are good at marbles. That's what they do. That's like like, that, like all kids. Right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically little rascals with Elvis. <laughs> uh, Even the bad guy looks like Alfalfa. 
He does. The, the, you know, the little kid. The little, the spike. There's a little kid, yeah. bad guy named Spike, and he's he's just a hooligan. Yeah, he always calls him Smelvis. Smelvis. Yeah. You think Elvis actually got killed, Smelvis, when he was little? I don't think so. No. He was too famous, probably. Yeah, like when he was six. Right. <laughs> Before he got uh, drafted. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I uh yeah I I want pets and just to name all of them Elvis. Just have a bunch of Elvi running around the house. To what end? To a lot of ends. Okay. How how many how many Elvi are we talking? Did many? Did you do this all so that you can pluralize Elvis? Yes. Okay, good. I'm I'm on board. <laughs> Let's find the cheapest, most disease-ridden hamsters we can. <laughs> How about uh, either five hundred stink lizards for a dollar a piece, or a parrot? <laughs> one parrot for five hundred dollars. For yeah. five hundred dollars, thanks, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> no lizards. The parrot. The lizards. <laughs> so this episode uh, sees little Elvis trying to become good at soccer. Right. It's yeah. a huge ambition to be yeah. like Rob Reno, his his soccer fan or his his favorite soccer player. Now it interests me that uh, it's not called football in Australia. Yeah, yeah. I thought um, only in America football was gridiron football. Hmm. Perhaps uh, the the faux Euro trash in this country have misled us. Maybe by not telling us. The rest of the story. I hate the way they hold their cigarettes. Uh-huh. Everything. Uh, yeah. You know what? I wonder if there's like gridiron football in uh, Australia. I wonder. And if it's on the opposite of our season so we can have football year round. Like between that and Canada. Yeah. We can watch football all the time. Just enough to Andy, we're fucking us. brilliant. Australian football! Woo! Go Wombats! Yes. Go Wallabies! <laughs> Kangaroos? I don't know any of the teams. The Boomerangs. Right. The didgeridoos. The didgeridoos. They name themselves. Oh, this show is so Australian that the servers at the diner have boomerang dishes. Yeah. So, like, they whip the boomerang around and it goes to the table. And, and then flies crazy. back and whacks a random patron who's yeah. actually the, the chauffeur of of the of the money guy. Yeah. Um. So, he already, uh, the billionaire's name. W.C. Moore? W.C. Moore. He already sees big things in, in Lil Elvis. Right, because he sings real good. He sings great. And his parents wish he would keep singing and not getting beat up trying to play soccer. Right. Uh, W.C. Moore, however, is like, I'm going to uh, put my thumb on the scale and give them a uh, a remote control soccer ball. And he pays off all the neighborhood kids to keep passing to Lil Elvis. Mm-hmm. And then the his chauffeur is is actually controlling the soccer ball. Right. And of course on on the day of tryout, Will Elvis is on fire because the, the remote control ball. Yep. And his friends immediately are like, something's up, but we're not sure. Yeah. I like that it always hits him like in the face or stomach and then the foot and then goes <laughs> yes. into the goal. Yeah. yeah. And his he's got this this coif at the front of his hair. Yeah. It seems to be a little prehensile. Yeah. And he's sometimes to, it's magic and sometimes it's not yeah. it seems, yeah. Much like the real Elvises. Right, yeah. 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 Uh, what happens now? Okay, so uh, the the billionaire then like, ah, yes, now he's good at soccer and good at yeah. singing. We'll and build he, him a stadium. We'll build him a stadium. He builds him a stadium and he like flies it in and drops it in the middle of like the truck stops. <laughs> One Chinook lot. helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> this whole fucking stadium. 
with huge <laughs> video screens and yeah. everything like that. And uh, oh, uh, for you keeping score at home and how many tattoos Keith and I need to get at the end of this oh episode. Uh, Lil Elvis's stepdad has a, a boating uh, an anchor tattoo. Yeah. There's got to be someone in, in that Justice League show that we just kind of skipped over. Oh, yeah. yeah. We almost have to rewatch it's, it. I mean, I all mean, those villains and everything. Yeah. Like that. yeah. I, at least one of them. Like, the tattooed man would have it. Right. Yeah. Was he part of it? Probably. Uh, probably. Yeah. Green, yeah. Lantern, Green Lantern villain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was a sailor. That's why he had all the tattoos. Oh, so, really? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what else is a, a, a villain of, of tattooed individuals? Who? Hepatitis. <laughs> Man, what a what a what a weird thing to find through three different episodes. Yeah, That's, what a crazy, crazy commonality, and yeah. I'm sure we can we can dig into the fourth episode to find it or, or headcanon it. Yeah, I'm gonna headcanon uh, that tattooed man. Was there, yeah, so um, and I'm I'm actually gonna get a an anchor tattoo. I gotta go do it now. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, Feel free to send me your donations. Right. <laughs> oh man, how much money would it take? I don't know for you to actually get an know. anchor tattoo. So. Crazy story. Uh, we're at uh, a comic comic book convention. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, right. Crazy us <laughs> comic book convention, and we're just down there for the day. And I'm out strolling around, <laughs> and I see this this they have this huge like tattoo area mm-hmm. like in the side. Yeah, uh, the tattoos uh, district of KC. Ta- yeah, Everybody knows well, that. No, yeah. it was at the at the convention. <laughs> oh, and they were doing tattooing there. They were tattooing folks. Oh, I remember this. Yeah. That was strange. And and so people were getting ink there, but I, you know, being the naive me, the the Andy that doesn't know about the world, thought, well, they're doing henna tattoos or something yeah, like that. Yeah, temporary. And yeah. yeah, and what more would I want than on my you know forearm is is the Boba Fett, the scum, yeah, you know, the horns and everything. Yeah, and the, like, in all the mandolin. Whatever it's Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Not Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. You cut your fingers on one of those. Yeah, right, yeah. So I'm it's thinking a crazy about instrument. this. And, you know, I go up to talk to the guy and I like, I find the design. <laughs> this is like right there. Yeah, it's the... Already painted on your arm and yeah. everything. I'm Needle like, right next to it. Yeah. So, you know, I'm like, airbrush me up, bro. And he's like, are you sure you want me to stick that one there? It's going to hurt. Wait, what? <laughs> hurt? Vince, Vince, <laughs> yeah. Spray paint. Oh, God. <laughs> no, this is a real tattoo. And I'm, like, thinking, like, for a, for a really nice henna tattoo, like, 150 bucks or something like that, you yeah. know? I'm going to spend a couple of bucks on this, but it's going to be really cool right. for a while. We'll have it for, like, a month. Right. And then, yeah. And I think this was, like, 1350 or something, like, $1,300 for this tattoo. And I'm like, whoa. Whoa, wait, what? And then I, like, realized that they're, like, really tattooing people in there. And, I mean, who just... Yeah, you know, just goes and like willy nilly, baby. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a, tat- a tattoo. It's like a like the spas at the uh, the county fair. Yeah. Well, while we're here, we might as well buy a spa. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I stole that joke too. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. hey, nice, good one. It, it came off naturally. Yeah, it's a <laughs> Bill Ingvold joke, I think. So, yeah. I like. I just like walk away slowly from the tattoo artist. I'm like, I'm gonna later. <laughs> Do you like awkward moonwalk? Out I do. <laughs> so. I, I'm just kind of, like, shocked. I'm like, wow, just so naive to think <laughs> that they were going to pierce my skin with a thousand needles and ink. Yeah. 
And I don't think that's not even... I think it's weird that they had a tattoo parlor set up in the middle of it a It was huge, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, ruined my chances of getting buried in a Jewish cemetery. Yeah. I mean, you know, I have a lot of things going for me yeah, right now. right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're so Catholic. Why would you want to I know, know. I'm that Catholic. <laughs> so... You, you wrap back around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a self-hating Catholic. Yeah. I'm trying to crucify myself on a regular basis. <laughs> With booze. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I tell your dad the story. And your dad is, you know, he's a, he's a veteran. Mm-hmm. Uh, he still works with active military all the time. Um, and I said, yeah, I almost got a tattoo. Like, to tell him the story, like, you know, like, yeah. I was expecting him to say, what, really? But he went... Boy, are you crazy? <laughs> just like yelled at me. I was like, ah, why? <laughs> and it was hilarious. I mean, I'm doubled over laughing. So I tell him the story. He's giggling about it. It was, it was good. But wow. <laughs> Boy, are you crazy? I just went like, like, I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm, oh, I'm way more coward. <laughs> Give me credit for yeah. it. Yeah. No, you said it would sting even a little bit. There's no way I would do it. <laughs> now, I can't pick a background on my phone that I like <laughs> for like a month. Like, why would I get something that I had to look at forever? You know? Oh, God. No. You know, why? Not for me. Uh, so that's me almost getting tattooed. And that's us talking about little Elvis. <laughs> right, yeah. No. Um, and scene. Yes. So they have the stadium. And, of course, the remote control soccer ball, they're, they're running it up against these... Uh, the weed killers or something uh, is their team name. It's basically it's basically Bluto's team from it, this whole is. plot is basically the Popeye. It really episodes, is. Yeah. Um, with these some, kids are supposed to be ten, but they're like missing teeth and have mustaches and shit. So, yeah, yeah, and they have uh, Roy Orbison riffs going on during. Yeah. The remote control soccer ball is is scoring. I think they get up twenty three nil. Yeah. And then the soccer ball bounces over, and the opposing coach finds little Elvis, who's now come to the realization: Oh my god. I'm not good at soccer. It's a remote control soccer yeah, ball. He finds the limo driver with the thing. Yeah. yeah. And the limo driver, little Elvis get tied up. And then the opposing coach starts controlling the ball and runs it up to 23-23. And then yeah. the ball uh, gets broke because little Elvis knocks it out of the park with his well, prehensile. Yeah. So they they use the uh, the badge on the hat of the limo driver to cut the ropes right. they're tied up with. Uh Little Elvis is able to, yeah, he's able to save the, the day by using his prehensile tear, which which up to this point we hadn't seen. So it really caught me by surprise that he had magic <laughs> hair. And he, he, like, stops it from going in the I goal there. and fl- fl- you know, flings it out of the place. It gets run over by a bike. Yeah. It's like an old lady on a bike. and old lady on a bike, and she runs it over and breaks it into a million little pieces. I think they don't they like rig it up to a plane too or something because later they use the control. Well, plane. yeah, the coach is he's he's trying to work it and mm-hmm. somehow it connects to a a plane and the plane starts buzzing them and attacking them. Yeah, but then you know everybody is over at the uh, the Memphis little Memphis truck stop. Yeah, and little Elvis and the band are playing. Because now they've won. Now they've, they've won. The Lionel. He's oh, clearly yeah. the best player. Yep, yeah, that's right. Sorry. Much due respect to Lionel. Yeah. The best player on the team. Right. Um, then everybody's, you know, dancing at the end and having hot dogs. And Yeah, uh, there's a music they, sequence that yeah. leads us out of the place. Right. Yeah, yeah and I wonder show. if they did new songs for every episode. Maybe. And they, 
and well, and they had two in that, so that's, that's a lot of music. Not easy. No. Mad mm. mad respect. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it was neat seeing a cartoon, I guess, from another country. Yeah. Yeah. You the know? only ones I've really seen are like those uh, um, those Tom and Jerry ones that were animated in like uh, Afghanistan back in the day. Do you remember that? At no. All? They're they're weird. They were. It was somewhere that maybe it wasn't Afghanistan. It was somewhere in the Middle East that they were animated in, like right in the middle of Tom and Jerry. They're they're strange little cartoons. Huh. Yeah. I'll have to uh, look into that. There's like no backgrounds for most of them. It's it's really strange. Uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, this was really cool. It was it was cool to see another yeah. countries. It, it it seemed familiar. It did. Oddly. Uh, yeah. Could quite place it. It seemed like Eek the Cat or something because it was just kind of like all over the place, random funniness, but. Still had a plot and everything, so yeah, I like it. Me too. I I don't think I'll binge it. I don't think I will either. But if um, I was ever looking at uh, Australian adolescent culture in the nineties, man, that's that's gonna be my go-to. <laughs> this is this is stepping stone number one. Right? It is. I'm gonna keep it in the holster. Who who comes up with shows like this? Like, all right, we're gonna have Elvis. But it's not Elvis. It's another kid, and right? It's, and it's a different country, and he has a band at a diner in the middle of Australia. Well, the... Uh, there what's was what's like, that pitch look like? Sure, this was uh, from what I gathered by just briefly looking at the Wikipedia page. This was kind of a, a think-shopped, workshopped uh, cartoon. Oh, um, okay. So they know, put a bunch of kids in front of a screen and had them with the dial and everything. Yeah, yeah. a little bit of that. And I mean, it was created... Um, I hate to say this, but one of the executive producers has a has a doctor in her title, which oh yeah, it's probably so it's like a edutainment edutainment yeah. type of deal. Well, they did a better job than uh, Sherlock Holmes in the twenty second century. Whoa, Call you out! <laughs> I really appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the what the pitch looks like for this, and and considering you know, I have some pretty solid ideas for entertainment too. Right. I don't get in front of the right people. If you gave me, like, it's one of those, like, a million monkeys with a million typewriters would eventually write the works of Shakespeare. Right. I don't think they would write this eventually. Like, no. It's, it's so out there. It's so crazy. It, it is. Yeah. But it's not, I mean, not within the realm of, of not entertainment because it is a very entertaining, for me, it was a very entertaining yeah. Yeah. Uh, 24 minutes. Right. All right. So that's our show, right? It is. Awesome. Man. This was fun. It was. Let us never do it again. Right. It's, it's been a long day. <laughs> it has. It has. Um, what's nice, too, is we don't have to pick what's next week. We've already got it what? on the slate. It's yeah. in the can. What are we watching next week? We're watching uh, You've Sullied Our Podcast with live action. <laughs> We're watching the He-Man in the Master of the Universe movie. Yes. Yeah. Dolph Lundgren. Yes. The principal from Back to the Future. Right. Courtney, Courtney Cox. Cox. That shitty con officer from Star Trek Voyager. <laughs> oh, and you and your relationship with Star Trek Voyager is one of the most interesting aspects of my daily life. I know. I have to say. I know. I'm, I'm practically married to Star Trek right. Voyager, too. And it's just like, uh, I, like, I drink to forget, and then I yeah. drink to remember to forget. Right. You know? <laughs> it's not complicated. Andy plus Star Trek Voyager equals don't mix. <laughs> Hey, we should do our reviews and stuff. 
We haven't done that in a while. I'm sure we have some new ones. We should. We're doing our audience spectacular. Now's the time. What does our audience think of us? So, uh, we have new reviews, Andy. Oh, we do? Yeah. On our iTunes. Yes. Do you want to read it? I would. Uh, I believe this might be from Joe Ketchum. Yes. From Um, quote unquote guilty pod. Yes. What a great podcast. Uh, And he says, I've only listened to the one episode, but it's really fun and great to listen to these guys dive into their childhoods without shame. Good. That was a helpful review. It was, yes. No shame on our podcast. Yeah. I carry a lot of shame in life. (laughs) We we just deal with it and get over it on this podcast. (laughs) We subject each other to said shame. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, Joe, for the kind words. Thanks, Um, man. If you're listening and you you like us, please go to iTunes and give us a five-star review. Or if you hate us, give us a one-star review. Um, It won't stop us, but it will let us know what you think. Right. But, you know... Leave us a comment and let us know what you don't like. Right. Constructive criticism. Yeah, and if it's our faces, well, jackass, this is a podcast. Mom <laughs> uh, always said I had a voice or a face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> you can also support us by going to patreon.com slash wordsalad. We're part of the Word Salad Podcast Network. Um, we're in there with other great podcasts like Quote Unquote Guilty from Joe Ketchum. Where he talks about uh, guilty pleasures. Cadavercast, where a guy and his five-year-old kid talk about monster movies. Dealing with Philip, which is a mental health podcast. And uh, The Countdown, which is uh, a podcast where they count down the best and worst movies. Uh, they just pick, like, the best Will Ferrell movies. Awesome. Countdown. I've, I've listened to a few episodes. It's really good. So, Oh, yeah. I gotta dive into that one. I like Countdowns. Yeah, and they're good. They like, The two hosts make separate lists and compare and contrast their lists. It's pretty good, yeah. Apparently, Step Brothers is their favorite uh, Will Ferrell movie. Just uh, spoilers. <laughs> no, I can't watch or listen. Don't. Sure, you can. That's eh, still good. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else we got to say? No. Uh, we wouldn't do this episode of our podcast if people didn't listen. So, thank you uh, yeah. from the bottom of my black heart. Uh, <laughs> my bottom yeah. of black heart rum. <laughs> I have that heart that the Grinch has before it grows three sizes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I just, I, I really appreciate the, the shout outs. I mean, the, rather, the really quick turnaround time by all of our listeners to let us know what they wanted us to watch. I know. And I was afraid we'd get nothing. I'm glad we got four. That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. It kind of avalanched at us. We had to stop at our, at our first four. Yeah. You know, we were like, oh, this is already a, a week long affair. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But thank you guys for listening, and I, we can't wait uh, for you guys to hear Masters of the Universe. Yeah. A sullied live action, and I'm by far <laughs> not the guy who picked Sherlock Holmes in the 20th century. <laughs> but you are podcast. the guy. You are the guy who picked Jason the Wheel Wars. So I got yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, a lot oh, of yeah, ground yeah. To, to win back here. <laughs> keep doing it up until episode 77 stop stop i don't know what we're gonna do for episode 77 so put away your pin antonio geronimo i'll tell you later <laughs> text him god oh man all right well with that uh until next time stay, stay tuned, tuned. Cold, but I'm warm. Drunk, but I'm sober. Yeah. Baby. I forgot the third one, so I'm just going to the end. I know. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm, uh, a, but I'm overpaid, baby. <laughs> what it all comes down to is that I ain't got to lie just yet. Wow, nice. Because I got one hand in my pocket and another one's looking at stuff on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs>